What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. Hi everyone, my name is Mayowa and I'm your host on the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. On this podcast, I love to talk to amazing six and seven figures entrepreneurs who have built a business from the scratch to uh, a successful business and today they are doing great. I always like to have conversations with them to uh, get them to tell us how they have built their business from the scratch to where they are, the stories behind it, the wins, the gains, and everything that can inspire other entrepreneurs out there to get uh, their um, things right and to build a business that they love and something that they can be proud of to call theirs. So on this episode today, I have another awesome entrepreneur in the house. And uh, just like I always like to do, I will pass the mic straight to my guests to introduce himself. Tell us a bit about himself and his business, then we we'll get the show rolling. Hi, Rich. Hi, Myla. It's a blessing to be here. So, my name is Rich Kozak, and I'm the CEO and founder of Rich Brands and Impact Driven Publishing. So, for 46 years now, I have been defining and languaging brands and launching them. And um, when I turned 50, I resigned what seemed to be an addictive career of doing that. Uh, I was doing all-nighters at 50 years old and chose to not do it anymore. People uh, who are individuals after years started asking me to help them. And what I realized as I helped them was that this is, it's not, it's not a, um, I used to think it was my skill. Uh, it's a gift. And literally what I learned was helping individuals who really want to impact other people's lives with their work, their uh, business, or their, maybe they even feel it's a calling, but it's something that brings them joy when we help them write down the impacts they clearly see making when they thrive. It is It becomes much easier to define and language the brand they must become to make those impacts and they race to the impacts they get to the money faster and they create a platform with branding for their business or their work that enables them to more easily step into their purpose and higher level impacts and why they're here and today the work that i do with individuals because i only work with individuals uh, and they might own a company, but I only work with individuals who are driven by the impact, not by the money. Um, literally helps make them much more successful entrepreneurs and uh, touch the world in a, in a much more powerful way. So the work is joy. It feels like love today, not work, which is an odd thing to say. But you don't expect a branding guy to say that. But um, I truly believe that God put the desire for impacts in our hearts. We're here for a reason. And I believe this is God's work. It feels like it every day. So that's kind of who I am and what I do. And um, since this podcast is about um, 
six-figure entrepreneurs and what people can do and what they do do to clearly get to be successful faster and more solidly. Uh, the topic of defining and languaging a brand as a foundational piece of that is hugely important. So listen up. I believe that what you hear on this podcast today may be a blessing to your business and perhaps to your life. Yes, I um, I agree with that on the piece. And myself, I am very excited to jump into this conversation and I I have a lot of questions to ask you, Rich, and uh, I will just unleash them on you. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, we would surely love to talk about branding and a lot that has to do with personal branding. But before that, we love stories a lot on this podcast. We love to hear stories because for everybody, they have a unique story. And uh, despite uh, what we have in common, which is being an entrepreneur, our stories are unique. So, Rich, what is your story of how you got into this entrepreneurship world, how you got started, and how you got to where you are today, briefly? <laughs> well, uh, 46 years is kind of a long story. So, um, <laughs> we'll keep it short. The yeah. uh, When I was quite young, I created businesses uh, as early as 13 uh, ways to make money. I painted houses. I played in, I, I'm a musician. I played in bands. I even booked bands, uh, cause I lived near a large university and there were a lot of places where bands played. Um, by the time I was in my twenties, I created several businesses of my own. Uh, through my, uh, education, I ended up working for a Fortune 50 company and calling on their large clients. Um, so I got corporate experience for about seven years uh, with some really good mentors. All of this experience from my own personal experience and through the Fortune 50 experience um, was all, let's call it parts of branding. It, it was marketing, all pieces of marketing. Um, I served as a, as a, a salesperson and a, and a product manager inside a factory and uh, all pieces of marketing. Um, I got very involved in the American Marketing Association and I created a very strong uh, double chapter in California, in Southern California and became elected to the international board of directors of the American Marketing Association for several years. And so all of those pieces are marketing, but mar and marketing is is executional. Um, branding is foundational. It's first marketing is execution of an excellent branding strategy. So as much as I love marketing and 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 have lived through working for a research firm and a high tech ad agency and those things that gave me my stepping stones to spend, I spent twenty years eventually at a what we would call a high-tech ad agency at the time, an integrated marketing communications company, um, developing new business and speaking to companies who needed guidance in knowing what they should do and had to do to make their brand come alive. Um, it, it, it becomes very, very clear that in the beginning or when you're ready to move to a higher level, you must define and language the brand, what you stand for, uh, the language that's unique, that makes you come alive and not fall flat. 
if you don't do that, you can execute all the marketing you want and you'll be, you'll create confusion and misinformation. Competitors will get ahead of you. You won't get credit for what makes you outstanding because you haven't done the work to define and language your brand so clearly and so uniquely that you come alive and get credit for being unique instead of blending in and falling flat. And most brands, whether you're an individual listening to this or you run a company, most brands fall flat. They just do not come alive because they don't do that work. And the best brands always do that work. So it's not like as an individual, you are not a capable of doing that work. Just very few people teach you. And I've been teaching how to make a brand come alive. What are the steps? I've been teaching big companies for a lot of years. And now for the last eight years, I guide individuals. Um, so let's take, uh, let's take a story. You know, you talked about you love publishing. So a woman was referred to me who, uh, by a friend of hers. Um, and she had been doing something for three years and the friend watched it and she said, wow, you should write a book. And I know a guy and the guy was me. I, I run a publishing company called Impact Driven Publishing. So we talked and she said, well, my friend told me I should write a book. And I explained to her, and I, you and you and I will laugh about this. Uh, I told you she has two choices, and I'll be as snarky as I can. You have, I've got a book, you know, like a, a vanity book, or that book, your first book or other, can be a stake in the ground that moves a brand forward in the direction it must go to be successful. That kind of thinking requires a context. It requires the, de the definition and languaging of a brand and, and the titling and the creation of that book in context so that the brand moves forward beautifully with the help of the book. Um, that was a year and a half ago. At Christmas time, we finished her first book. We just got the cover, the final cover art yesterday. And by Easter, that woman, whose name is Marilyn Love, will be the author of the first in a series of seven books that we defined once she did the work defining and languaging her brand. Um, and it will change her life and the life of those she touches. Um it's one of a lot of stories that, and I'll just say it's follow the steps. Branding is steps. It's not some uh, elusive process that requires you to learn a new cryptic language of branding or that that requires you find a guru it's just steps that that's why i'm publishing my own book called impact driven branding seven steps to ensure your brand impacts people's lives in the world i'm handing it to people i'm giving it away i teach it i've been teaching it for a lot of years and it's a blessing uh, uh if if we're going to focus our energy on impacting others' lives and making the world a better place, I'd like to speed you up. I'd like to help you accelerate your impacts and not struggle with, oh, dear, what is branding? What do I need? Who's going to listen to me? Who could really understand how unique I am? What do I do? Uh, 
you know, the world tells me I need a brand, but I don't even know what that means. Many people that I work with are feel, I would call it stuck at a gate, like a locked gate to the next level of their brand. They might've been doing something for years and they want to take it to a higher level. They don't know how nobody's ever taught them and the world doesn't teach branding. It just sells it or talks about how important it is. But when you actually understand it's a process, you manage it and you become the champion of your own brand. So um, hopefully that gives you two things. A little bit of background on how I got where I got to. It's been a long process of a lot of marketing-focused activities, pretty much every activity that's part of marketing, but those are executional. And um, and I spent a lot of years helping define and language brands for large companies and now for the last eight for individuals. All right, Rich. Uh, We have a lot to discuss on this episode, and I want to jump straight into it. So uh, you are the uh, branding expert, and uh, you will have been on a lot of podcasts, and you will have talked about how to build a personal brand or a impact-driven brand. But I want to... Uh, do something very, very different. Uh, you and I doing our pre-interview, uh, chit chat. We had a discussion about book publishing. You mentioned something, uh, as, uh, as that, that talk about the story of someone that you helped to, uh, get a book that helps to build a brand. So, and I want to have an idea sexy. You are the impact driven branding. Uh, experts and also you have a lot of experience in the self-publishing and book publishing world so why not marry the two together and walk us through in detail how entrepreneurs out there actually business owners can use a book to build an impact-driven brand for themselves online what's an excellent question <clears throat> what um I won't repeat what I said because I don't think I need to, but when a book is defined, titled, and subtitled, and its table of contents, its chapter titles and subtitles are written in the language of a brand so that when you see the title and subtitle of a book and they open it and look at the table of contents, you get the feeling of what the brand stands for, what it's about, and you're intrigued and you're compelled to read more. That happens because the book was created specifically to move the brand forward, to fill a void of is um, claiming your expertise or creating a bridge category or enabling you to step into your purpose. So um, I, let's use a story, okay? I had a client named Frank, still do. I've had him, Frank has been my client for many, many years. He came to me and he said, I have been a financial advisor and you know how many of those there are they're like on every street corner for 26 years but i want to do my work at a higher level i really want to focus on committed savers who are reluctant to pump their money into a a, a market that where they could lose it uh, but they don't have anyone who's an advocate and i i want to be a help to them. Um, but 
doing it the way the industry trained me is just not the way I want to do it. I want to take it to a higher level. I have no idea how. Within two years, we had languaged a brand for him. Um, and when he, uh, within about th- three months, he had finished brand development activity. We do a seven-day brand accelerator group that is seven full days over about eight weeks. And in that peer, in that process, we define and language a brand completely so it can launch and have what it needs for about three or four years. And in that process, uh, uh, on day four, I said to Frank, you know, Frank, um, you know, welcome back as we hadn't seen each other for about a month. There's two month breaks in that process. I have, um, I've rewritten your uh, elevator speech. Um, for your desired brand, uh, and and I have written three book titles that move your brand forward. And Frank said, I, I, "I'm not writing any books." <laughs> Again, I said, "Well, Frank, you don't only really have to write the books, but a book is a stake in the ground. So just follow me." He listened. We assigned a ghostwriter to him. Um, he and I brainstormed the content of the book and what the chapters would involve. He interviewed with the writer. The writer drafted the chapters. Uh, we made sure we edited them and make and made them completely congruent with the desired brand, so everything aligned, all the language in them. We even put um, f- QR codes in each chapter leading to a video. So when you scan the QR code with your phone, you got Frank, and we called it the Frank Spotlight. And in his spotlight, he said, well, here's what you read in the chapter, but here's what I want to tell you in person. And then he would give a golden nugget, some life wisdom. So this, the name of this book was From Broke to Six Figures, Steps to Success in Business and Life. And it literally was a book about life lessons, things he'd learned. Don't do it this way. I did that. It doesn't work. Do it this way. Um, and some about his expertise, which is financial advising, but it wasn't really a book about money. It was a book about life, but it enabled people to get to know his heart because he does business with a servant's heart. And when people realize that and realize they're his people, they're the ones that he gets to help. Uh, Frank spends time as a, uh, as a chaplain. Uh, he does prison ministry in addition to being a financial advisor, which makes him pretty unique. And uh, he is, he and I are working on his second book now. It will be out later this year. And um, and his third book gives him the opportunity to step clearly into his purpose. Uh, it's called um, um, Doing Business with a Servant's Heart, The Name Above All Names. So, uh, he has a clear path for his brand. He is an author now. No one in his family has ever been an author. His book leads with a heart that says, look, here's what's important things about life. Um, let me share some wisdom with you so that you have that benefit moving forward. And it creates a unique stake in the ground for his brand that got him, that helped him shape the perception. And that's what a brand is. It's a perception of him and what he does 
Um, today, Frank serves as what we call a savers wealth advocate. And that's language that no one else uses because we created it specifically to make the brand unique because it's Frank. He is very comfortable in those shoes. And when you have an impact-driven brand that is uniquely defined and to represent you, it's an umbrella brand with everything about you and all the pieces of you are congruent and people look at it and instead of going, wow, I thought you did this, but you do this, but what do you do? They look at it and they go, oh, that fits. That is powerful. And those are very comfortable shoes to wear. So, um, you know, I hope that helps. Um, for Frank, uh, the book was a life changer. It took him to a whole other level of how he serves and how he can serve. And um, and the same thing can is available for you. Uh, a book is a powerful tool. And if there's a path for the brand, it's multiple books. You get to do that. It's a choice. All right, Rich. Uh, I, love, I love doing something on this podcast. I have... Uh, an alter ego called John. Uh, John is a, is a normal regular business owner, uh, uh, doing like five figures every month, uh, in his business place and he's trying to get to that six figure level. And also, John is a guy who wants to build his personal brand and stand out, stand out from every of his other, uh, competitors. So now, based on this story that you just, uh, gave us, can you just give, uh, John a, and for John and anybody like John out there listening to this episode, can you just give a step-by-step guide on how to use a book, just like you've said, uh, to build an impact-driven uh, personal brand? Absolutely. And um, congratulations to John. There's a lot of Johns in the world um, who are successful and they at, at doing what they do. And they want to take it to a higher level. You know, John wants to go from five figures to six figures. Um, he might have visions of what he delivers, what his business delivers to people that takes what it delivers to a whole other level. And that will take him to or how it delivers it. You know, sometimes it's what they deliver. Sometimes it's distribution and how it reaches out to the world and how broadly it touches. So, you know, everybody's different. But when somebody who's experienced wants to take what they do to a whole other level, either more geography or more media or new target audiences, or or it could be a higher level in that they want to make it more impact-driven or may want to make it, they want to serve the community instead of just serving themselves or they want to give back or they want to create a legacy that, that, that lasts when they're gone. Whatever that higher level means, you absolutely must begin at the defining and languaging the brand level. Here's why. People, a brand is a perception, but it's not your perception. It's everyone else's perception. So if you've been successful at doing what you do, the perception of what you do and how you do it and with whom you do it is already there. In order to shift that perception, in order to take that perception to another level, to give it new dimension, you must shift its language and its look and you must just one more time take a really clear look at how you say what you do 
the level that you appeal to the target audiences care about. You, if you're trying to reach new people, you've got to reach them with the language that's in their head. So you must relook at the way the band presents itself because what you're doing is shifting, enlarging, increasing, reshaping the perception. And that's what branding is. It's all those things you get to do to shape a consistent perception that moves your brand forward in the direction you want it to move. And if you want to grow it, change it, shift it, elevate it, change its impacts, raise its uh, its 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 levels of impact, you need to deal with the way the brand presents itself. And the beautiful thing is that when you redefine, when you reshape the brand, when you create language that's powerful, that transfers energy and that's unique, gives you, you see, chances are, even though John's been doing whatever he's doing, or if you're John and you're listening, you know, whoever you are, if you've been doing something for a long time and you want to take it to another level, there are dimensions of the way people understand what makes you outstanding or your business outstanding or the work that you does outstanding. They just, they understand in a specific way. It's up to you to shift that perception and to, to make sure you get credit for what makes you unique and what makes you outstanding. Even if you've never created the impacts you're about to create before, you must enable people to see it by being really clear with them what you see for them when they let the brand in. I wrote, I contributed to a book called Visibility, a chapter called The Clarity with Which Your Brand Speaks Shapes Its Impact. And listen to those and write that down. There's clarity with which your brand speaks, shapes its impact. When your brand, successful as you are, John or whomever you are, it wants to take it to another level, the clarity with which your brand says, and, and listen to this language, what I see for you, When your brand says to its target audience, what I see for you, and paints that picture so clearly, you will make your brand outstanding. There's two kinds of clarity that are missing that make brands fall flat when they're trying to elevate themselves or move forward or just be successful. One is they don't do a good job or don't do it at all saying, here's what I see for you and painting that picture of what they see in the life of their target audience when that person lets the brand in. The other clarity is internal. It's the clarity of the brand focusing on whom it clearly sees impacting when it thrives. When you pull from your heart those types of individuals that you clearly see impacting and really want to impact when you thrive at what you do or what you're about to do, and you write that down, 
it becomes much easier to define the brand you must become to make those impacts and it will propel your work and give your brand wings. Those two types of clarity, what I see for you to your target audiences and whom we clearly want to target and the levels of impact we clearly see having on individuals when we thrive, those are missing in most brands. They just don't do the work. But when you do that work, it is powerful and it turns your brand into a magnet. I hope that helps. Yeah, sure. For all the Johns out there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, a follow-up question from everything that you said is, you know, I have been in this space for a lot of time and uh, like for like a decade, so to say. And there is one thing I always um, that I've noticed about people who want to publish a book. You know, the excitement of you writing a book, getting it published, and it's very, very uh, exciting. Like it's always very interesting, especially for first-time authors. And after uh, getting their book published, then that is exactly where the problem now comes in. I started with my own publishing career as an author myself with that problem, and I was able to uh, get it solved by uh, doing some trial and errors at the end of the day and to a level where I was even helping other people to uh, solve that same problem of how they can get their books out to their target audience. So as a branding expert, okay, John out there has really uh, figured out his, uh, that is one person, uh, what is unique to him and his business and is able to translate that into a book. So what do you uh, think John can do from that point when the book is published, maybe on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or wherever it, uh, John has published the book on. So, what exactly can John or anybody like John listening to this do to get that book out? Because there is no usefulness for a book that no one is reading or is uh, just sitting down somewhere and uh, not being noticed. So, what is your best advice for? John, on how to get that book out? Uh, that's a terrific question. And John, thanks you for asking it. Uh, and all, all the Johns who are listening. Um, so first of all, uh, let's, let's get something straight. Um, the world of traditional publishers uh, is, is probably not what you think. Um, publishers are not marketers. They're publishers. And these days, even the most traditional publishers and the largest ones, when they're looking for their next authors, they're looking for individuals who come to them with a platform already created. They want authors who have 100,000 followers. They want authors who already have a radio show. They want authors who reach, you know, tens of thousands of people downloading their podcasts. They want authors who speak, even if they speak virtually on stages worldwide. They want authors who are out there creating, building, establishing a platform of reach because they're not marketers. 
their publishers. <laughs> okay. So realize that first about, you know, getting a book contract with a major publisher is not the complete answer. Your book has to be marketed. So with that said, and that's not a slam against the industry, it's just reality. That said, let's go back to the individual author and what we'll call a, a independent um, an independent author who publishes their book themselves or uses a hybrid publisher who helps them with the publishing and making sure that the book is available on Amazon and all that kind of stuff. So let's say we wave a magic wand and John's book is going to be able to be printed in July of this year. Now it could be printed earlier, but if it's going to be printed in July, it's going to be published at publication date. And the manuscript is done. It's at the, it's at the publisher and it's ready to go. There's a cover. There's a back cover. John's got endorsements. Here's the kind of things that if you take a six month period before the book comes out to establish John as an author and John's voice as a voice worthy of listening to. John's thoughts that he puts in the book as valuable to your business or your life, depending on what John does. John has many, many options. John can guest on podcasts by using Podmatch or getting a publicist and putting himself on podcasts that are relevant, whose audiences want to hear about what John's, you know, was writing about in his book. He can create his own podcast and literally drive the process of reaching out to an increasing number of people. He can speak. He can choose to get involved in the, this immense industry of virtual speaking where right from his computer, like you and I are doing now, um, you can speak on three different continents in a day because you're on Zoom. And, and you can start to speak with the voice of an author. Um, I literally have a client who's doing that right now. She just came out with her very first book. We spent quite a lot of time last year preparing and getting it ready. It's covers done. We're working on the back cover right now, language about the brand and about the book, about the author. And she is sending out a request to 150 people minimum for an endorsement. She's printing some copy. Well, she's sending out a digital version of the pre-publication copy of the book to people whom she wants to read the book and give her an endorsement, how important the book is to move people forward in their life. What a, what an important role it serves in the area, in her case, of mental wellness and the way people deal with themselves and how they hold themselves back. Um, uh, when, when they keep things in their hearts that should be shared. Um, so it's a powerful, powerful book. And she has six months to speak as the author of the forthcoming book. So she's going on podcasts. She's created her own podcast. She wants to be on radio shows. So we've got a publicist to get, to make sure that we open the door first to get her 
used to speaking about what's in the book and how important it is and what she learned in the story and getting that word out so that more and more people know her, hear her voice, trust her voice, and are saying like, wow, I can't wait for that book to come out. I wonder what she's going to do next. Building that platform, that platform of people who know the author, people who know you for the work you do, people who give you clear credit for what you're outstanding at, because your brand was so clearly defined in language that the way it speaks, the way it shows up, the th- the names it gives, the products and the books and the titles and the groups and the trainings and the coachings and the weekends and the whatever it does, the names that you are so clearly aligned with the impacts that the brand is making that people don't have a choice but to understand the brand clearly and be compelled and and, and drawn toward it. And that period of promotion prior to the book launch is a huge opportunity. Now, these days, um, there are processes that one can use to improve the probability that the book is an Amazon number one bestseller or a bestseller of some kind. Um, you can choose to do that uh, as well. And so from no book to a book that hundreds of thousands of people have heard about, heard you speak about, want to know what's out, what else, got the free chapter, you know, heard you on a radio interview, heard you uh, speak about a topic that is near and dear to their heart and can't wait for your book, or they've ordered a pre-publication copy, or they write an endorsement. John has that opportunity to make sure that he leverages his own voice and leverages what can be said about the book, shared about the book, prior to the book coming out, so that when it does come out, it has a much higher level of acceptance. And then when he keeps showing up and keeps promoting the book, make it easy for people to buy the book, either on his own website or on Amazon, so they can easily order the book and give the book you know, make sure that the book is a stake in the ground that stands for what the brand stands for so that when they want to know more about you, one of the ways they can know more about you is to get the book. Um, and I encourage John to, you know, to do all the things he can to make sure that when the book does publish, that it has a welcome audience that's ready for it and that has anticipated it. All right. Thank you so much, Rich. Uh, I believe John and anybody like John out there listening to this have uh, had a lot of notes to make. And uh, I will add uh, a, a LinkedIn post to this, uh, to the epi- um, show notes episode, uh, the episode show notes, sorry. And uh, I'll be able to tag uh, Rich on this on uh, LinkedIn when the episode is live. So listeners out there, you'll be able to get all this uh Nuggets are going to nugget that the rich shared during this episode uh on that show note. So just head straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com uh for slash podcast and just type rich 
uh, into the search bar over there and the show note for this episode will pop right up. So Rich, uh, unfortunately, I, <laughs> we have to go, but, uh, we, before going and uh, before you tell us where we can connect with you and where we can find you online, if anybody wants to talk to you or ask you any question, what is one question you wish I asked that I didn't? What is one question that what? One question you wish I asked you that I didn't. Oh, uh, one question you I wish you asked me. Well, let's see. Um, I, I'll go very simple on you. Um, is branding as complicated as everybody makes it sound? Yeah, give no. us the answer. No, it's not. It, <laughs> yeah. it is just a process. And it is accessible to you. Um, I want you to think about you personally. You're listening to this. All those things about you, even if you're really good at a lot of things and you don't know whether this is your brand or that's your brand or whether you've done something for a lot of years and you know you're really, really good at it, what comprises your brand? There's no one like you. There is no one like you. You might play cello. Maybe you're a grandfather. Maybe you run track. Maybe you love to climb mountains. Maybe you, you know, live in a wheelchair. Maybe you overcame, you know, serious uh, impediments in your early years. You know, maybe you had a struggle or maybe you had some interesting, unique success or maybe the, the, all these things about you are unique. No one has your com- combination of things. And so the defining and languaging an umbrella brand that stands for you that is so unique that no one can take it away and that you will feel totally comfortable in those shoes that you, a brand that gives you access to your own authenticity is there it's there for you it's doable it's accessible and believe me it is a beautiful and comfortable place to be so is branding as complicated as people make it sound no is it a process of steps of certain things that make a brand come alive and become magnetic yes and if you know them it gives you a key to get through that locked gate so you're not frustrated about what to do about branding it's just a process and that's that's the question that most people don't know to ask. And so that's the, that's the question and that's the answer. Um, right. just in, in, inhale and relax and know that it's just a process. And all those things we talked about, you know, John doing to get his book out, all those are executional. So it, it, if you publish a book with Myla or if you, you know, or a rich brands client, we help get those things done. Defining and languaging the brand first is foundational. All right. Thank you so much, Rich. So uh, tell us where we can connect with you and where we can uh, consume every awesome uh, things you have created out into the world. Yeah. Well, when people hear me talk, uh, they either want to, they want to hear more about branding uh, that this, that's valuable to them or they or they want to talk with me. And I literally, as, as long as I've been doing this, I've been doing this 46 years and I've been married 46 years. So it's like, I've been, I'm a double blessed man. If you go to my website, rich, um, richbrands.org, richbrands.org, right on the homepage, it gives you the opportunity to get our free branding, frequently asked questions, straight talk videos. That's a, eight videos last total of 18 minutes 
answering frequently asked questions about branding that you either want to ask or need to ask, and it's free. And the other is talk with Rich for 30 minutes. <laughs> you have, get on my calendar and get on a Zoom call with me, and I'll listen to you and hear about you and what your situation is. I don't have to do that. I choose to do it, and it's my gift. So as weird as that is for a guy that's got 46 years of branding experience to give you free time, I still do it. Like I said, this is love. It's not work, um, and it's not about the money. I do charge for what I do, but those are things that you can get for free, and I strongly recommend you do that. Um, and certainly um, order the book. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> All right, for the past uh, few minutes, uh, some 30 minutes now, I've been having these lovely conversations about how to use a published book to build a bra uh, an impact-driven brand uh, by the branding experts itself, Rich. So, Rich, thank you so much for being my guest on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. I salute you. I celebrate you for all those 46 years of experience and for still keeping going and uh, really, you are a source of inspiration to this our, our new generation of entrepreneurs who, who seems to be in a rush somehow. Somehow, uh, it is what it is anyway. <laughs> like uh, people hardly uh, put effort or even time to things today the way they are when uh, you got started as, a, as an entrepreneur. Things get more faster now than before. But uh, we salute you for being a figure that we can look up to and really tap is uh some inspirations and motivation from to keep going when the uh when the going gets so tough so thank you so much rich uh, for being my guest and uh, i appreciate your time and i believe is a uh is a value for your time and for our listeners as well i believe is a value for your time for listening to everything that rich has to say on this episode you're welcome so, it's great to be here maya well, i love the work you do and thank you for doing it all right, so here is where we draw the curtains on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Maya Wa once again, and I like to, and I always love to leave you with this one uh, personal take. Uh, go out there and get something started. That dream of yours, that business of yours that you have been trying to build all this while, someone out there is waiting for that value that only you can give out into the world. And you'll be doing them a disservice by not showing up. So, until next time when I bring another guest uh, your way on this ep uh, on another episode of this show, my name is Mayo and I'm signing out. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.